This is a special Shania Fanboy podcast on Riverdale. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me wanting you. Honey. Oh, sugar, sugar. Special Shania Fanboy Podcast on Riverdale. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. I'm here with Ron Richards. Hello. And we're here to talk about the pilot for Riverdale, the new comic book TV show based in the Archie universe not, set uh, in the CW. Yeah, not only not only based in the Archie universe, but on the CW and executive produced by uh, Greg Berlanti, uh, who has done such a great job on Arrow and The Flash and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and additionally, it's also got Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, who you might remember as a comic writer who's written a lot of Archie, Archie comics, but also one of the writers on Glee. Yeah, but he's uh, he's the he's the chief creative officer of yeah. Archie. He's 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 the one behind Afterlife with Archie. He's he developed this show. Yeah, you're right. He also worked on Glee. Um, they should just change the CW to Berlanti. Berlantiverse. Yeah, I think so. he he has like eight of the ten hours of the sh- on, yeah. the, on the network. Um, I'm hoping, really hoping that somehow the Flash will run to this universe and we'll just have a all comics crossover. That would be cool. Uh, going on. Anyway, this is a reimagining of the Archie universe in a modern day setting. Um, uh, spoilers ahead if you haven't watched the pilot. We're talking about what happened. The, in fir- it. And, the first uh, episode aired on Thursday, uh, January 26th on the CW. Um, and we've watched it. The first episode is called The River's Edge, uh, which begins a series of episode titles that are named after movies, which I kind of like to see the look of that. So, ne- <laughs> episode two is A Touch of Evil, then Body Double, then The Last Picture Show. Like, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, so um, I'm going to start off by saying I found this to be both infuriating and wildly entertaining, and I loved every minute of it. Um, I found this to be not as infuriating, but wildly entertaining, and I'm f- I'm all in. I'm all I'm in. All in. Yes, all That's in. Awesome. <laughs> but see, the thing is, I'm a, I'm an old school Archie fan. I've, I've, when I was a kid, all I wanted was an Archie TV show. I was like, why are there an Ar- why isn't there an Archie TV show? There was that dumbass Return to Riverdale movie, TV yep. movie they did with like the the twentieth reunion of the high school, and they all came back as like middle aged people, and that was I watched that uh, very excitedly, and it was stupid. Yeah. But uh, so I, I I had a little piece of paper. Well, well, well. I, I think I, th- I think it's also important to note that. So you're before we get into your notes, um, you're a big Archie fan. I'm a big CW fan, and that goes back to not just the CW, but I'm actually a big fan of hour long drama in the vein of my favorite TV show of all time, Beverly Hills 90210. Well, we're gonna get to that. There's yeah. a lot of that in here. Oh, there's a lot of that in there. Uh, but but in the in the past 20 years, we've gone from 90210 to you know, to the OC and Gossip Girl and then to Berlanti. And I feel like this is the culmination of like the comics influence and the drama influence and, you know, a little Twin Peaks and all that stuff all converging in Riverdale. And I loved it. So all right, let's, we'll, we'll put my notes aside for a second. Let's talk about what, what it was about. So it opens with those creepy twins, Cheryl and Jason Blossom going on a on a on a rowboat ride on the river on July Fourth, and only one of them comes out. Cheryl Blossom, Jason is gone missing, presumed dead, and that is school is coming back right after July Fourth for some bizarre reason. Um, 
but the the big talk in school is the dead is the the dead Jason Blossom who was sort of the it big football man, player big, in big man on campus right um, and also the the arrival of Veronica Lodge the new student uh, at at Riverdale High so that and that's kind of where you that's that leads you into the story in which uh, Archie has blossomed into a man uh, now that they are sophomores. That was that's the first thing I thought of the 90210 influence. These are the um, most mature sophomores we've seen on TV in a while. Uh, what was I was like 14 when I was a sophomore. These are like, yeah. you know, adults. Right. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Um, Betty has Betty. You know, Betty's in love with Archie. Archie is the boy next door. Veronica thinks Archie's interesting. Uh, Archie is uh, being pulled in multiple directions. He's working for his dad at his dad's construction company, but he also is playing football. But once the, once he, he's decided that he believes his voice is music, and so he's been writing songs. Um, and then Jughead is there, and he's kind of the de facto narrators. He's writing about what's going on in Riverdale, and you get the sense that there's a disconnection. Like he, he, the, yeah. he and you find out later on that him and Archie are somewhat estranged friends. And we meet Josie of Josie and the Pussycats, who are, have a band in the school. Um, so they're all there. The whole Kevin Keller is there. Reggie Moose, they're all there. Are they? Are they? They have an APB out for a few people, Ron. Okay, who are you, who are you looking for? Where's Midge? Uh, where's, where's Chuck? <laughs> where's Nancy? Where's Mr. Goddamn Weatherby? These are people I expected to see in the pilot. We saw Dilton Doily for about two seconds. Yep. Uh, Jughead is the narrator, but we only see him on screen for about All, a couple one, of minutes. One scene, that's it, yeah. yeah. yeah you see him briefly in the very beginning, I think, and then, and then he's got a scene with Archie at the end, but luckily from the... You know, scenes from upcoming episodes. He's in it a lot, so I was I was worried they were sort of shunting him off to the side. Yeah. But uh, J- Jughead was barely in it. Dilton was barely in it. But no Midge, no Chuck. Yeah. Uh, no Nancy. Um, but, Pops but, is there. That was nice to see Pops. So. Um, so. Pop. Yeah. Pop ate the uh, chocolate shop. Um, <laughs> he, I love that you're I, such a you're an Archie nerd. I love it. I, I really <laughs> had a problem with this. So uh, there was a lot of. Um, cross racial casting, which I didn't necessarily have a problem with. So here, Pop is black. No, that's not a big deal. But my problem with Pop was, in the book, he's everybody's sort of surrogate father yeah. figure, and he's sort of charming, and everyone likes him. The guy they cast as him couldn't be less charming. Yeah, and could barely get his dialogue out. He, yeah, he, yeah, it was like this is Pop's. Pop's the center of at all. It's the Peach Pit. Yeah, everyone goes there. Everything happens there. He's the guy they always look to for advice or, or there's trouble. And, and the guy they cast was couldn't have been more less couldn't have been less interesting. I would not I would not be surprised if he is not replaced in the next issue because uh, next issue in the next episode because I'm looking on Wikipedia and they don't even list the actor playing Pop. Right. In the cast. So as a recurring cast. So I'd be curious to hear what from that. But um but let's get so that's it. Let's get to the casting. How do you feel uh, you know, we got we got Archie, Betty, Veronica, Jughead. You know, you've got you got Veronica's mother, you got Archie's father. How do we feel about the uh, uh, the casting here? Yeah, Pop Tate's only listed as one, in one episode yeah. of thirteen. They've got everybody else. So they uh, okay. So <laughs> um, I, I liked a lot of it. I like I thought the three lead, the three main characters, you know, Archie, Betty, and Veronica were were, were fine. Yeah. Uh, I was um, you know, they're. Twenty-two-year-olds playing fourteen-year-olds, and that's yeah, what he yeah. did. And they're they're good. Um, KJ th- Appa is a good Archie. Yep. He's gonna have really his hair is gonna be really fucked up after years of it being dyed red, but nothing he can do about that. Yep. Um, 
Betty was good, Lily Reinhardt, and Veronica Lodge about Camila Mendez. I thought they were all good. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I think I think Veronica was the standout for me because I think that she, yeah. you know, she's the she she moves to Riverdale from New York City after under an air of scandal as her father has gone to prison for embezzlement or whatever, right? And so He's there's on trial. Yeah, he's on trial for embezzlement. Yeah, Bernie Madoff type of fraud cut guy. Yeah. yeah, and so and you get the sense of she she thinks she's better than everybody and stuff like that. But like when I never as as being a casual Archie fan, I never really understood the Betty and Veronica being friends kind of thing because they come from different right. worlds. But they really handled that really well here. They they bonded as girls. Um, you know, I I will admit I was a little disappointed with the handling of Betty. Because I felt as if Betty was a bit too doe Like, I always thought Betty was capable. And she was a little yeah, well, bit, you know, that maybe this is young in her kind of whole thing, whatever. But having her pining after Archie, to me, felt wrong. Well, she does pine after Archie. But, but, but. But. Okay. Okay. Here we go. On my notes, I have written, poor sweet Betty Cooper. Yes. Because, you know, in, in the comics, she's sort of the most well-adjusted person in Riverdale. Right? Yeah. She is... Normal. She's uh, she's a good student. She's a mechanic. She she's good at sports. Like she's sort of all around well adjusted here. Here she's hooked on Adderall. She's she's cutting yep. her hands with her fingernails. Like you know they they they. I was really having a hard time with some of that Betty stuff. I thought a lot of it was really good. I thought the stuff with her and Archie was was nice. I don't like the idea of him not having feelings for her. I hope that's just yeah. a feint. But well, because what they what they've done is that that it, so the whole show is built around the the death of of Jason Blossom, and a byproduct of that is the revelation that over the summer Archie had an affair with the music teacher, right? Poor sweet Mrs. Grundy, who in the <laughs> comics is a nice sweet old lady with gray hair. Yep. Here yep. is like she's a hot twenty something and yeah, twenty something teacher who has who drives a VW bug. <laughs> Fourteen-year-old Archie, and, they're, and, they're, they're, uh. and so and so she and Archie have this torrid love affair, and um and they happen to have heard the gunshot that killed Jason Blossom, but they didn't say anything because then they had to explain why they were together by the river when that happened, and so they share a secret, and Archie is distracted by this music teacher because he wants her to teach him music, and she thinks he wants to continue the relationship, and you're not quite sure whether he does or doesn't. And it was just very, and and my bigger my biggest problem with this is I'm all in for watching it, but I talked to my sister this morning, and I'm wrestling because I'm wrestling with it because my 13 year old niece loves Archie comics. Yeah. And my sister said, "Can can she watch this?" And I went, "Oh man, I don't know." Be- no. Because because I th- and the thing is, but that said, I. At thirteen, I was watching nine hundred two and and Twin Peaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, this, yeah. Ha- so this, this has a student sleeping with a teacher. It has a a random and I felt out of place girl on girl kiss. Um, Shit, that was that completely. It has. I mean, you know. It has it has a potential murder or suicide kind of heavy kind of thing. It has the Adderall stuff. It has and then and and they do have Kevin Keller, which is great. But Kevin Keller goes off to hook up with Moose, who I guess is closeted. And it just like I'm like I don't know if it, it might be too much for a 13 year old. I don't know. I'm I'm struggling with it. I, is she in high school? No, she's in eighth grade. Really? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Next year she'll be in high school. Yeah, next year. Yeah. Uh, I think she can watch it. Yeah, I think so too. Because I mean, because the thing is, is like I, sh- we, you and I should have been watching Twin Peaks at thirteen, and we turned out all right. <laughs> so did, did we? <laughs> so 
Poor sweet Mrs. Grundy is the first thing I wrote down. I was I could yeah. not believe they made her hot and and then slept with Archie and all this stuff, all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, although he had great abs, so I don't really blame her. Um, yeah. Poor sweet Mr. Andrews, and we'll talk about more about him. But they <laughs> so Archie's instead of having the loving home, Archie's got a, a divorced family. His mother lives in Chicago, and and he's yeah. got a single parent dad, and who, who's down in his luck. Well, not really because they have a business, but still. Yeah. Uh, poor sweet Betty Cooper, and then. Um, a couple of things that I'm really hoping that – okay, TV pilots are often – they make a lot of changes between the pilots in the second episode. So we'll see. I'm really hoping that um, Asian Reggie has more to do than just say bro and talk about sex all the time. Yeah, that was a disappointment. Because yeah. Reggie is one of the main villains of, this, of the world. He's the male counterpart to Veronica. He's cunning. He's smart. Right. He's evil. And here he's been re- reduced to sort of a bro who just, you know, is high-fiving everybody because they get action. And it's just like he had he was barely in it and had nothing to do. And when he did do stuff, he was, it was – It was stupid. It was, it was, really a, it was like American Pie-esque. Yeah. So you know, I'm really uh, hoping they sort Reggie out because he's, you know, he's, he's a big deal. They've – you know, Cheryl Blossom now in the comics is sort of the – She's similar to how she's portrayed here as, as sort of the alpha bad girl. They they they've given her more of Veronica's point, uh, sort of place in the world. Than yes, yeah. Veronica. And this is also happening in the Wade comics, and so she she's the she's kind of the bad guy, and Veronica is sort of that way. So I know adding a third for Reggie would be might be too much, but still it felt weird having Reggie be so such a non-entity. Right. In this, um, you know, he's always the one that's. That's fighting Archie for Veronica. So it just felt odd that he was so shut off to the side. Moose was weird, um, only because he seemed like a retread of the character from Glee. Yep, the closeted football player. And, like, and I thought this. I thought the same. I thought the same. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, here's the big burly guy who's uh, secretly gay. I'm like, we saw this on Glee already, which isn't yeah. you know, yeah. So um, the other thing is. Does the CW not have a casting director that can find a blonde actor anywhere? Because between yeah. Between Barry Allen over The Flash, although he's great, uh, Moose and yeah. Kevin Keller, they're all played by brunette guys. And the problem was, to me, when they were all standing around, uh, it just looked like a bunch of brunette guys. And yeah. I was like, so yeah. which one's Moose? Which one is – like, and who's that guy? Like, I, it, it just – in the it, when they all look different. And like – and you didn't have, have – like, I thought at least put – like, they, they gave Jughead – you can't have Jughead wear the crown from the comics, but they gave him like a knitted hat with a crown kind of element. So like, okay, that's thing. So at least have Moose in the the jersey shirt, you know? Right. So I'm like, oh, that's Moose. You know, like, give me the – you know, you've got Veronica with the pearls and you got Betty with the ponytail and Archie with the red hair. I need better visual cues for Reggie and for Moose. Um, you know, Cherry Blossom or Cheryl Blossom is, is a redhead, so that's that, you know, but – um, but also because there was there was one point where it was Reggie and Moose and a third brunette guy who was never yeah. identified. So I was like, so I'm just looking at three brunette guys wearing regular clothes. So who yeah. is who here? And yeah, they need exactly. you need to have. That's why if Moose is blonde and he also wasn't that big. Get a yeah. bigger guy. Yeah. Uh, if then at least you know who you're looking at. Yeah. So. Um, but that I thought, stuff aside, I thought Kevin Keller was a great addition. I mean, you know, he's you know he's the you know gay you know like the gay character that they created a couple of years ago and like just fit in that like like it yeah. really like I was telling my sister when we were talking about whether my niece I'm like it really is it's well represented in terms of the world you know in terms yeah. of you know these kind of character types and things like that. Um, should, do we talk about the parents? Well, let's get to that. So, but ultimately, <laughs> um, I think the cast is strong. My yeah. my, my nitpicks aside. Um, I'm really excited for 
Veronica's father show up at some point. Yes. I, yeah. I, whatever they do with him. Anyway, let's talk about the, let's talk about the parents. So yeah. So first, uh, Betty Betty's mother, uh, Alice Alice Cooper, uh, is played by <laughs> Machen and Mick, which you might remember from Twin Peaks. So I was I did I did not know about this. I was very excited to see that. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I mean, uh, Veronica's mother, Hermione Lodge, played Marisol Nichols, who just give or take, she's playing the you know the scorned you know rich wife type thing. But uh, Archie's father, Fred Andrews, is played by none other than Luke Perry, uh, also known as Dylan from 90210, which doesn't make me feel old at all. You're old. I'm not old. You're old. <laughs> Jerk. He, um, he's great. Don't you say that? a bad word about him. <laughs> oh no, he's great. What yeah. I'm saying is, is, is the tone of the show clearly borrows a lot from 90210, the original, and not, yeah. not the remake, and yeah. from Twin Peaks. And so they have someone representing each show. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if that's intentional or not, but that's. I mean, the vibe is definitely. You know, there's a body. It's not wrapped in plastic, but it shows up. It shows up on the riverbank, and it's a small town. And it's very. I was. I explained it to my girlfriend this morning. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of. It's you know, it's it's nine oh two and oh gossip girl esque meets Twin Peaks. That's kind yeah. of my, my take on it. You know, I, but probably without the mysticism of Twin Peaks. I hope. <laughs> well, you know, we never know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we bring in Sabrina, and you got that. You got that going, right? <laughs> in in season six, they need, they need to bring the afterlife of Archie storyline in. We might have the. Uh, <laughs> Mysticism, but um, uh, I liked that. I thought it wrote a really fine tonal line, and it worked because it's it's very soapy, it's very melodramatic, but it also is serious, and it has kind of weird Twin Peaksy mystery. uh, Everybody's kind of dark secret tone, Um, and they they pulled it off. I thought, yeah, it's a a tricky tone, but they they did it. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, really, I, 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 really I, good. And yeah, Luke Perry's great. His face is a little leathery, um, but you know he's Luke Perry. He looks awesome. He's uh, he, he used to date Veronica's mother in high school because she was a she's a, a Riverdale uh, native, and yeah. now he's a single dad. So you know, yeah, it could happen. It's gonna but, get complicated. I mean, this. I mean, this. It felt like if this book, if this book, if this show wasn't a based on. Archie and all that whole kind of mythology, I would probably still watch it because I feel like they're setting up a nice kind of little world and like there's enough of the the romance and the the drama, but then you layer in the murder mystery and all that sort of stuff. But the fact that it's built on this mythology that we've known for 75 years of the Archie comics and um, to me that just adds to it and, may, and it extends it. It shows that these characters can exist in a modern world and I think that the folks behind Archie and behind the show should be really proud because I think it's a, it's nice to see this move into a new generation you know right so so now i'm making the mistake of looking at the ca- the cast credits oh and so ethel is coming okay but i don't see a midge and i'm definitely not seeing chuck okay and i'm definitely not seeing mr weatherby oh geez even though he was referenced in the show yeah um seems odd to not have Chuck, you know, who is himself a very progressive character in the fact that he existed at all. Yeah. As you know, sort of their 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 black friend in at a time when there wasn't a lot of black characters not be on the show. Yeah. Um and I only see Dilton in one episode of the thirteen that are listed. So that's Man, weird. I had no idea you were this deep on on, on Archie. <laughs> oh wow, they recast Dilton. <laughs> There's two people listed as Dilton. Interesting. Interesting, Interesting indeed. So. All right, so, oh, 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 oh. What? 
Say it. I, I, I know who's coming as um, Archie's mother. Uh, oh, who? I think I know this too. Molly Ringwald. Yes, I did know that. I did know that. This show is like built for you, even it, though you're not a big Archie fan. It really is. And it's got, and also uh, Skeet Ulrich is coming. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, which is okay. So you okay? I'm sorry. Now we're looking a further and ahead. But if you go to the on the on the Wikipedia pages, recurring cast and its upcoming people, and we've got Skeet Ulrich as F.P. Jones. Is that a character you recognize from the comics? He must be. So must be, uh, he's the leader of the he's the leader of the Southside Serpents, a gang of criminals that live and operate on the fringes of Riverdale. He must be uh, Jughead's brother. Yeah, that's a, yeah. He's he's a mysterious connection to Jughead. His na- last name is Jones. So yeah, clearly this is gonna tie into that. Uh, this this just looks. This could be gr- this could be great. I think this could be a lot of fun. Um, it, it's it, that's the main thing. It was yeah. a lot of fun. It was it's crazy. It's yeah. totally crazy and melodramatic and campy and and soapy and and fun. Um, where in Long Island is this? Town? It's not in Long Island. It's Rockland. It's Rockland County. Oh, it's, 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 it's upstate. Yeah, it's upstate. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's 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 it, no, it's not Long Island with the, the, the <laughs> with the river and all that bullshit. No, it's up it's up it's north of New York City. Um, Is it Orange County? No, it's literally Rockland County. I mean that's a, that oh, it's it's on the, right. it's the border of New York and New Jersey. So it's it's so it's it's across the Hudson River from Sleepy Hollow and Tar- Tarrytown. It's Nyack, uh, Stony Point, Congers, like all those that Spring Valley, those towns. So right, Sloatsburg. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, um, so overall, you enjoyed it and are uh, looking forward to more. Yeah, I mean, well, let's do ra- let's do let's bring our ratings. Uh, ratings, okay. ratings. One out of one of five. What is your what is your rating? I give it a four point five. Four point five. I give it a I give it a four point five. Yeah. If, if anything, um, uh, oh, apparently, according to Wikipedia, Riverdale is supposed to be Mamaroneck. Yeah, it was no no. Yeah. The comic takes place in Long Island. No, Mamaroneck is is Westchester County. No, but that's wrong. No, it's not. No, I'm saying I know Mamaroneck is wrong. I'm saying the comic's supposed to be Long Island. No, the comic has always been. It's based on Mamaroneck, which is North, which is Westchester. It's not Long Island. I've always read the comic as taking place in Long Island. No, Long Island so, doesn't look like yeah. So you know, it's it's yeah. Um, but anyway, so nonetheless, I give it a four point five. My criticisms being, I thought the when Betty and Veronica kissed at the cheerleaders tryouts yeah. was just was superfluous. Some of the casting stuff, but uh, but strong, good for a first episode. Count me in. Uh, so sticking with it, I am. Connor, you sticking yes. with it? Excellent. Now here's Great. here's the downside. Okay. Uh, the debut ratings were sixty percent lower than Legends of Tomorrow. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh man well so there everybody give it a shot you know like give it a you know so there it is <laughs> it uh i uh, it's tough That's yeah. a, a lot of stuff was going on last night as we record this uh there was the return of scandal there was the mary tyler moore special i can't imagine there's a lot of crossover with that audience but still yeah. um i would like it, to uh it didn't do debut well i'll just say that i would like to make a couple of notes about the location of riverdale yeah. um <laughs> So, um, in Jackpot Comics number five, spring 1942, uh, the gang is going on a river trip, and one panel says, this is all according to Wikipedia, one panel says, the good ship Peter Syveston and settles into the Hudson. So, all right. So, there you go. Okay. So, it's in, it's in, it's in Westchester. Yeah, I say it's in. I was gonna say it's in Westchester. I was gonna say it's north, okay. north Rockland County, north of, of Westchester, it, on the beginning of Upstate. So okay, well, that's and go. that gives you the small town feeling, and that's why Veronica coming from New York City makes sense and all that sort of stuff. So there you go. Uh, Viva Luke Perry! Great to see him back on TV. He's great. So there you go. My favorite. If you're looking for a new teen 
yeah, drama. This, this is it. There's yeah. nothing else. This definitely fills the void from um, uh, Gossip Girl and things like that for me. So yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I loved this. I really did. I thought this was riveting. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I. It, it could have gone two hours longer. I've been fine. Yeah, totally. Great. So I'll be watching every week. So there you go. You would if you watch Riverdale. You want to tell us what you thought. You go to ifanboy.com. There'll be a post for this show. You can talk about it down there. Yeah. Uh, and Ron and I won't be back talking about the next, next episode, but maybe we'll talk about it here and there. Yeah, man. On the, on the, actually, if you want to hear us talk about Riverdale, uh, go to patreon.com slash ifanboy. Sign up. Become a patron. More than likely, we will talk about TV on our monthly patro- patron hangouts. Um, that's a good spot yeah. to do it there. I can't wait so. to talk about this with Josh. You'll love it. Yeah, exactly. And stay tuned. If you like TV, keep listening keep uh, subscribed to this to our feed we're gonna be talking about powerless the new uh, superhero inspired sitcom on nbc as well as legion on fx uh, the x-men inspired comic book tv show lots of comics tv now it's like the next wave of the comic of, of the geeks inheriting the earth right I feel like so, it's like 15 tv shows or something it's like that insane insane so all right uh, all right cool so uh, yeah so definitely stay tuned until then i'm ron i'm connor 